WVUAFM, Tuscaloosa. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to 90.7 The Capstone. We are now starting our student section episode. This uh, today specifically is college football. My name is Tanner Thompson, along with Elliot Miller and Graham Baco. Fellas, uh, before we get into what we're going to talk about today, how are we doing? Doing pretty good, man. How are you guys? Oh, you're doing good? Yeah, pretty good. You know? Okay. Oh, I thought it would be a little different. I was why I, I was kind of I was looking at the Pistons roster and I'm like, "Man, are they going to have a tryout? Can I can I join?" <laughs> a tryout. I, I mean, look, I I've, I've given up on the Pistons. Like Okay. They're, you sacrifice you sacrificed the Lions for the Pistons? I need an open trial. Yeah. Like, Pistons for the Lions, I should look, say. All, all, I'm just count, I'm just trying to hope Red Wings hockey can get, a, nah, get in the playoffs. Stop it! Stop it! Peng, I, Penguins are back. Um, yeah. Okay. They're back. The Pirates are back. The Steelers are back. Okay. The Pistons are going to get the Vince Papali of. Oh, and, and you know who's sure. even more back, better than ever? The Thunder. Okay. The, the Oklahoma. City yeah. Thunder. We are so back. Okay. You know what, Clippers? Watch out, Gordon uh, Hayward. Yeah. About, He's about to become your ooh. number one enemy. <laughs> how about, how about the top of the Western Conference in the NBA right now? Holy cow. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, man, they're, they're, uh, they're, they're tied, actually. Yeah, top four. Yeah. Pretty crazy. All right. That's how we're all doing today. <laughs> oh, I'm doing great. Yeah, how yeah. are you doing? <laughs> exactly. How, how doing am I great. doing? You're doing great. He only answered like that because his life revolves around... Uh, the city of Pittsburgh the, and the, the Oklahoma City Thunder. Thunder. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I, and I, I get it. You get it? I'm glad I'm you get not it, upset. man. No, I'm not I, upset get it. That. I get it. I get it. Absolutely. But yeah, um, for this episode, for, we're first going to get into what we think that uh, teams the next level are looking for when it comes to this next draft. I think it's probably one of the better first steps to take in this, you know, few month long draft process. We'll have plenty of stuff to talk about, but for now, I think uh, teams' basic needs is the main place we can start. Um, Elliot, I actually, tell you what, let's start off with. Um, just for the sake of, I also think it'll be an interesting division to talk about. We can start with the AFC North, <laughs> and just to get out of the, get it out of the way, we're going to let Elliot talk I, I about. I just hope I just hope y'all know I'm going to bring it up again at some point down the line. So like, this is not getting it out of the way. You're just priming me. Oh boy, okay? <laughs> priming oh boy. you. Yeah. All right, fine. So what what team am I supposed to start with? Guess. Just do whatever you want. The Browns. No, I was going to let you start with the Browns. <laughs> start um. With the team. Okay. No, I'll start with the Steelers. I, I think at the very, very tip top of the list, I think it goes without saying, they do need another cornerback to right. pair with Joey Porter Jr. They also might need an inside linebacker. I don't know what it is. There's something about inside linebackers in Pittsburgh that go together like oil and like water. Yeah. Okay. They just get hurt all the time. I don't know why that yeah. is. Um, and they also need a center. Right. So I'd say those are probably the top three needs. Will they draft all three of those in the first three rounds? No. Right. I can I, see you guys. I don't know where Cedric Van Pran, excuse me, Cedric Van Pran, the Georgia center. I just, in my fundamental view of the draft space right now, I feel like is one of the better centers um, in this draft. I do you think he'll be in a spot that the Pittsburgh Steelers could walk away with him, or would you rather um, prioritize somebody else? I think else it's going go? to solely depend on what Arthur Smith wants out of a center, because sure. there's like three names being floated around, and it's all in that first round to second round range, and right. so that's going to be Cedric Van Pran, like you said, Jackson Powers Johnson from Oregon, right, and then Zach Frazier from West Virginia. So gotcha. those are the three names being floated around the Steelers' circles currently. Absolutely. How, okay, how would you feel about? If the Steelers got another like skill player to to um oh, pair for, up, to for, pair for, up, for Kenny for well, Kenny well, Tuplos also to, well also to pair up with George Pickens like another deep threat or just another threat on the I outside. mean any threat that runs forward is good for me I saw <laughs> Ellie I don't know if you would find this interesting just because I, I think it's gonna be a pretty polarizing move I saw a mock draft the other day that included the Steelers trading up in the draft I cannot remember how far I believe it was to the seven or eight spot. But in this specific mock draft, and obviously uh, you never know what can happen in an NFL draft. It's truly nobody will – I don't think anyone's ever gotten a first round right, and I don't think they ever will. But um, I saw somebody um, – and again, a mind I kind of respect, but the Steelers traded up to the 7 or 8 spot, something like that, and took Jaden Daniels, who you think is the best quarterback in this class, which I still disagree with, but I'm going to let you have this take for this uh, – 
I just want to point out that the late Adrian Wesley in a text conversation that we the have. The late Adrian Wesley. <laughs> the late. <laughs> we he, 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 he agreed with me that Jaden oh Daniels was the best in the class. Okay, so Late you, uh, as in not being on the late, show. Late, yeah. as, <laughs> late as in he has graduated college. L- late, late as in Nick Saban is no first longer all, with us type thing. <laughs> first of all, Adrian Wesley is a SEC um, homer more so than anybody, probably more so than any college football uh, fan I know. Uh, uh, objectively, I want. I want to, I, <laughs> no, I that's have, fair. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. No, I mean, if the only quarterback that I am okay with them doing that is Jane Daniels. Is, wow. So. Even if they tr- there is there is absolutely zero shot that they get Caleb Williams or Drake. Right, absolutely okay yeah so I'm saying so you're still using the context of the draft and like because the, they obviously won't trade up to like the one two or right three so obviously like your okay. the, the bona fide top two quarterbacks that everyone agrees right. they are not going to be available at Ab- that point yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm not okay. even considering that so as long as it is not Bo Nix or Michael Penix yeah. <laughs> We're good. Okay? We're good. Um, I don't think they're going to do that. It's yeah. a little too rich for them, I think. Also, Would you like it hypothetically? I'm assuming. I don't know what they'd have to do. Hypothetically, what are you giving up to get all the way up there? <sighs> I right? should have yeah. wrote it down, man. That's, that's, well, like, I, that's the thing. But you know what? It, it doesn't matter because they're not going to need a quarterback. Okay? If, if, if Kenny's not the guy, that's fine because they have, they're going to have a three-headed monster at running back <laughs> with Najee Harris, Jalen Warren, and the corpse of Le'Veon Bell, okay? <laughs> so it doesn't matter. The corpse of Le'Veon So let's Bell. move on to a new team. All right. Uh, since we're in the AFC oh, North, is there one you want to move on to? Let's go. Let's – like, you know what? Let's head west, okay? I'm going to take okay. you to Cincinnati. Okay. That could have been Cleveland or Cincinnati. I know. Okay. That's why I left it open to interpretation. Uh, okay. We're going with the Bengals, okay? <laughs> okay. So I think the widespread thought is that Higgins is gone, right? right? Is that Higgins gone, or there there is a possibility they franchise tag Higgins? But regardless, there is no way that brother is going to want to play on the franchise tag. No shot. But that's I mean, players can get uh, he'll get franchise tag, but he'll be like, I just won't play. Yeah, that is true. That's starting to become a more trend. overall just done in yeah. the league. But yeah, um, I think that the Bengals need a wide receiver. I think that that's. Pretty pretty much what they need. Right. Um, they might need a lineman. I don't know. I mean, I, th- I mean, I think it's depending on where you are and who's available. I think that's lineman. It's always, is, it's always in the realm of possibilities, right? especially in the first round. You know, you're always looking for tackles. There's you know pretty much across the board yeah. all of these teams, especially if someone becomes available down the line, right? But, but um, yeah. yeah, I don't know about I don't know if you have any other positions that you think that the Bengals are in dire need of. If I had to yeah. pick one, it's probably wide receiver. Yeah. Okay. They're yeah, picking they, at they eighteen. They're picking at eighteen, and so at that, I mean, in terms of needing receiver this year, I don't think it's a bad spot to pick. No, up. you could you could walk away with a very talented like Odunze, receiver. Probably you could walk away. I think Odunze could be there. Um, you could you have either of the Texas guys there at eighteen for sure. That may be a little. Um, they may be a little rich for that eighteen. Spot. I, don't, I don't think. I, I think Worthy is fine in the first round. I, yeah. I think. Maybe I think Mitchell Worthy Ohio. anywhere that's not in the top ten is fine. Yeah, that's fair. I can agree with um, that. Do they need a worthy esque receiver? No, I don't. I don't think so. That's no, not. They already not have exactly Jamar. So I mean, I they, mean, they have almost the perfect receiver set up in terms of skill set and um, right. So they need someone roles. who's more like T Higgins, T. which Higgins. is not Xavier. And, and it is and it, and it is Romo Dunze. That is. Oh, that, um, that that's why I say Romo yeah, Dunze. Absolutely. Um, yeah. yeah. That would be Jamar fun. Chase. Wow. That would be a really fun I mean, team to watch. Yeah, unfortunately, they're going to be locked down by Joey Porter Jr. by himself. <laughs> <laughs> I I, uh, I pretty much agree. Again, the only uh, the only spot I would lean after that is the uh, is like a tackle. an O line, yeah. But, um, and again, you don't know who's going to be available there. Uh, depend people could fall. Do you know what I mean? Uh, people could rise. People could also rise. Fair point. But I I like uh, I like a Romo Dunze pick there, or even a. Uh, I mean, tell you what, talk about a. Uh, oh, dark replacement, horse? a dark horse, somebody who could you know maybe if they test well, and. Um, because obviously he has all the physical traits, somebody who tests well and is also a ball winner and a uh, freak mm-hmm. athlete is Keon Coleman out of FSU. I think it's no. rich. Depending on how early these receivers go, because it just depends on what the, how right. the precedent is set in the no, draft. I'll agree there. Then 18 could be a spot where he goes. And again, I think his testing will be huge for his draft profile. For sure. But, um, but we'll see. And I also think that uh, 
that Keon Coleman was a little bit left out to dry with FSU. But sure. But yeah. Okay. Let's stay in the lovely state of Ohio for a second. Okay. <laughs> the lovely state of Ohio. The Cleveland Browns. Right. Where do I begin? Where right where where, where do, do I, I where begin? Do, where do I begin with these guys? Because if I'm being honest, okay. What they actually really need is a quarterback. Okay? Yeah. As yeah. weird as it is to say, they. Un- unfortunately, they do. you're paying like 250 million for a guy um, who, I, in my opinion, is a bona fide scrub. Okay. Right. Yeah. Not only is he a bad person, he's he's a bad football player who too. Who went into that? Um, I can't remember specifically. Oh, what man. picks were in that trade, but that Houston and Cleveland trade oh. may go down as one of the worst trades ever made. Uh, it's lopsided. In the, yeah. It's so National lopsided. Football yeah. League. I mean, it, it is up there with the Bears giving up pick number right. 32 for Chase Claypool. Which yeah. That that brother might that, be playing in was, the UFL. Next he, year, might, okay? he really might. He could dominate the UFL, so that'd be kind I of I don't fun, even think he can dominate the UFL. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I think I think you whenever right. when the NFL finally gets their international teams like in London and like uh in like Brazil and all that stuff right. or in Germany, I think he'll be I think he'll be a great wide receiver sixer. <laughs> <laughs> the expansion teams, man. Oh my goodness. I think those he, European he, expansion teams are gonna have a hard time early oh, on. Oh, they man. really are. That travel, man, is gonna the be the jet lag's brutal. gonna be crazy. Oh my god. And not not like it matters for Claypool because he takes time after every first down. <laughs> up, okay. Oh man. But yeah, no, I mean the the, the Browns' biggest issue is that they didn't have a quarterback. And, and quite honestly, mm-hmm. like they probably could have made a deep run if they weren't using the corpse of Joe Flacco right. to try to will them to the I mean, playoffs. The Nothing defense, against what Flacco did, right, right. but, okay. It's not a longevity play. Right. It's mm-hmm. something that, you know, could You catch lightning in a bottle. Run. It's like a one-year Ryan Fitzpatrick master class. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I bet you next year. Talk yeah. about yeah. those, those exactly. Ryan Fitzpatrick master classes used to be special man. to watch, yeah. man. Special. But that being said, I... Um, I I pretty much agree. Chris, offensive line, I mean, they have a strong offensive line. I mean, as we long as they don't that. get hurt. Do what? As long as they don't get hurt. As long as they don't get hurt, they have a strong offensive line. Their running back room is obviously fine. And their defense fine. was good. Also, assuming they don't get hurt. And they had a great defense this year. I mean, in terms of the regular season, one of the best defenses, in, if not the best defense yeah. in the NFL. So, I mean, again, you need somebody. You need that last piece. And if Deshaun Watson's not the guy, it's going to be really interesting to see in the next few years how that – dialogue goes that contract is already aged poorly oh oh, oh right. yeah no 100 it, it aged poorly from the minute that the ink hit the paper where does it get to a point though where they're ready to take a quarterback in the first round though is my is if my I, if i'm the browns i'm doing it right now well, we're doing it well, right we now got, we gotta remember the, they don't have a first, they don't have a first rounder this year we gotta remember oh. that that's right they don't but uh, like what if they went like Penix or something like mo- that in the second round that'd be like, kind of crazy it's like the I mean, why? Why? <laughs> why? He's not. He's not the your, guy I, either. I forget you're not a Penix fan. I keep. It's That's not a, even that. But like, I mean, why? I, do you want me he, to well, go in depth on this wait, justification? How, how you think they should it, take many, a quarterback? Who would you rather them take? Well, I mean, well, I'm trying to think of where they would be picking if they had a first round pick. I'm not talking. About, I'm, I'm going based off the fact that they'll probably have a second round pick. Oh, because the Eagles have I'm going based off this year. Oh, yeah, okay. I mean, I guess, I guess. I mean, I, personally, I don't, I, I don't see Michael Penix or Bo Nix as anything special. I would agree about. Uh, Bo Nix. Bo Nix, yeah. Michael Penix stands a chance. I think where he goes will be very important to. Obviously, Look, for every pick, it's a the very dude has a nice deep ball. Okay, but I, I got to be honest with you. In, in that playoff game, or both of them, really, the dude could not hit the broadside of a barn. I mean, it was like, it was. Rough. I see what you're saying. I thought there was. Um, I thought that Michigan defense played lights out all game yeah. for one. Um, I also think that. The offense kind of underperformed in moments. Obviously, Michael Penix had his role, and he also underperformed. That's very justified. But um, but Michael Penix has proved a lot this year that he's that he's a extremely accurate passer and is capable of pushing the ball down extremely. the field. Um, I, tape over the course of the year, I think you could justify. I, okay, amortized over the course of the year, sure. Yes, and that's. I don't think that's a ridiculous thing to evaluate going over the course of a football season instead of the uh, national championship. But, like, in fairness, I, I also judge Caleb Williams when he plays the high-end talent, in my opinion. I thought Caleb Williams took a major dip downwards when he played higher-end talent to, like, take the Notre Dame game. I mean, right. deer in the headlights, okay? Yeah. Michael Penix, I didn't really think he was that outstanding in the Texas game. Right. I also thought he was just abysmal 
in the national championship. I just feel like when the stage is set there, the lights just get a little bit too bright, okay? Yeah. And I don't know. I Sure. Do I think he's better than Deshaun Watson? Yeah, he probably is, okay, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and so the thing is, like, if I'm the Browns, what need do I really have? Like, let, let, like let's be honest here. What, what need do I have? You had the number one defense. You're pretty yeah, much right. set at that position, both from a depth perspective and a starter position. Right. Everywhere on offense, you have the maybe a wide yeah, receiver. Yeah, maybe to add yeah. depth. M- maybe? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, like, I, in my opinion, they really need – if they didn't have that massive contract and if they had picks, I would push the chips in on trying to get an actual quarterback. Yeah. Ideally, if you're the Browns, you get rid of Watson and you could use all that money. You could sign someone maybe like Kirk Cousins. Kirk right. Cousins on that team, they probably go deep in the playoffs, maybe yeah. make a Super Bowl run. Really Absolutely. Would. So I think they need a quarterback. If I was the Browns and I had a first-round pick, I would try to take a flyer on one of the quarterbacks right now because at this moment, Deshaun Watson is not winning new games. They're winning right. in spite of him. They probably will um – I honestly would be surprised if they did go quarterback in the second round. I'm guessing, again, because of what we said about their overall balance as a team, I would probably think that they may be thinking best player available. Maybe just the guy who's taped they like the best, and yeah. they sitting at the top of the board, and he's still there like, all right, let's just do it. You know what I mean? Um, or you trade back and gain more assets because you traded all your picks true. for a dude who likes to sit on the uh, injury report. True. Very true. But well, not to mention also right. Deshaun Watson has, is very injury prone as well. well that's very, what I'm saying. Yeah, okay. just, he sits on the injury report all the time. Okay. It's like his yeah. favorite place to live. Anyway, yeah. let's before we let's keep, let's keep moving. Let's keep moving. So I'm, let's go back east, okay? Yeah. Um, to our more. brothers in Baltimore. Um, our brothers in Baltimore. Another another good team. Solid defense. That that nice defense. An, uh, okay. Overrated at times, actually. Baltimore. Talking about Baltimore. Overrated at times. Come what? on, man. Yeah. yeah. Are you serious? This is just, you're just being yeah, a Steelers yeah, yeah. fan. I'm not being a Steelers fan. Right totally I, I, I just got done complimenting the Browns' defense. I think the Browns' defense is better but than the But it is objectively defense. true that the Pittsburgh, that Pittsburgh and Baltimore have a have a have probably the most significant rivalry in the AFC. Oh, North. sure. Yeah. I mean, by far. So you can just fight. And also, the Ravens just went to the AFC Championship with one of the best offenses and defenses in the league. Yeah. And, and you know what? They probably should have won the game that they did. They lost to somebody who will likely be the greatest quarterback of all time when he retires and somebody who will likely be the greatest tight end of all time when he retires. One of the best offensive minds of all time. And it's funny, like, the Ravens win that game if they don't shoot themselves in the foot on multiple occasions. I mean, they can't can't get over their own two feet, okay? And I told you from the start that the Ravens are going to find some way to blow it. That's not me being a Steelers fan hating on the Ravens. I have just seen the Ravens play. Right. It tends to happen a lot. But okay? the Ra- the Ravens this year were the best team sure. in the AFC over the course of the season. Sure. And especially I think their defense in the AFC. I, I think that the Bra- the Browns' defense is very good. It's overrated in its red zone what, capabilities. It's bad in the red zone. What makes the Ravens' defense The Ravens' bad. corners are actually not the greatest. Yeah. Like Marlon Humphrey gets cooked a lot. Okay, and I think a lot of that gets overshadowed by the fact that like Kyle Hamilton played really, really well. Right. And then whenever he was out, Geno Stone had a crazy year with a ton of interceptions. Right. I think he was like in the top part of the league there. He was what he might have been second behind Deron Bland. Maybe. But other than those two, like their safeties, their cornerbacks I mean, were. Eh. I don't know what the points per game numbers are, but I'm pretty sure this team yeah, I'm led up like 17 it. points per game. Yeah, this I'm season. looking at it. They only allowed uh, 20 or more five times out of 19 games, including the playoffs. That's unreal. That is an elite defense. Sure. It has to be considered that. It's a good defense. It's a great defense. <laughs> it's a great defense. I think it's a really good one. I mean, I'm not saying that it's a bad defense. I just think it's a little bit overrated. I, if I'm the Ravens, I'm probably taking a defensive player. It's probably going to be a corner too. Yeah, I'd probably I would go with a wide out or wide out corner. Excuse me, if I was uh, if I were the Ravens. Yeah, I mean, I, again, I think the needs aren't significant. Their their deficiency yeah. is in the secondary. I think that their their run defense is absolutely spectacular. It's, yeah. it's fine. I just think monster run defense. Their their passing defense is mm, it's all right. I'd have to look at some numbers. I don't know it off the top of my head, but um, just watching the games that I watched. Okay. Yeah. With the Ravens, I've seen a lot of AFC North games. They they need a corner. Yeah. Okay. Well, that, we'll have to. I guess we'll have to agree to disagree on the extent of which they are overrated, just because that's a pretty, you know, neither here nor there ambiguous take. But uh, for now, we are going to go to break. We'll be back for our last team in the AFC. No, wait, did we cover? No, all we went through all four. We, yeah. we got through all four. Then we will keep moving through the AFC. But for now, we are going to go for a little break. 
Hey everybody, welcome back. We're going to continue our talk about what the NFL teams need from uh, from this draft coming up in about three months. We just finished up with the AFC North, and now we're going to, I think we should stay within the AFC, keep it a linear path, and then we can uh, move on to the NFC once we are done. Uh, you let's know, like, let's speed the through these other episode. teams. It's not like, it's not yeah, like they need have... anything anyway. Right? <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's, be anyway on, let's be honest anyway. here. The AFC North and the Chiefs run the AFC. The AFC North and the Chiefs run the AFC. As of right now, kind of. I'm, but kind, te- te- how a lot of these teams Texan, are heading. Texans are not there yet, okay? It, they're very one, close. They're very close. Okay? Bill, bills always choke. I'm not worried Del- about the Bills. Dolphins. Not, I'm not even I'm worried, not worried about, about the Dolphins. Dolphins not there yet. Do the Steelers always lose to them? Yeah, they do. They sure do. Every time. They sure <laughs> do. But you know what? I don't feel bad because I know they're going to lose, okay? <laughs> yeah, no, you're completely right. So what, are, said, what AFC division would you gentlemen like to talk about next? Let's uh, let's go with the AFC East. Okay. Not what a, do the Bills a, need? What do the Bills need? A I, kicker. Um, <laughs> I honestly think the Bills. <laughs> I honestly think the Bills need a receiver. They do. They I think do. they 100 percent need a receiver. Stephon, I hot take. The dialogue around. Sorry, I'll let you finish this. Yeah, no, no. I mind. mean, I'll let, I'll let you have your dialogue. I'm just gonna say hot take. I think Stephon Diggs should be traded. Yeah, I think um, kind of going off that, I, I think the dialogue around Bills receivers of the past three years or so has been really interesting because I think most people view Stefan Diggs as a pretty good wideout, pretty good X Y receiver. Mm-hmm. And um, but where it gets interesting is a lot. Of, a lot of people will say that the Bills don't have very good weapons and that it is predominantly Josh Allen, which is something that I actually tend to agree with because. Excuse me. The Gabe Davis of uh, he just has a legacy game every yeah. year. And then, exactly, yeah. <laughs> and that put, it makes that conversation so much harder. But I think in reality, it's really just Stefan Diggs out there who can consistently win, and even that's starting to decline no, maybe that, a little that bit. That lost its yeah. flavor. Like and Stefan it, Diggs it, it, has a tendency to not sh- be there in the big yeah, games. I know. He's like he's like a stick of um, he's like a stick of uh, fruity Wrigley's gum or whatever. Like it loses its flavor after I, a couple games, and it's just not there by the time you get like by the time you actually need it. You know. That's true. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna juicy let that fruit. One That's the flavor. <laughs> I mean, yes. I, say, I have no go. idea what you're talking about. Juicy before fruit. That. All right, I understand that. Goated flavor, by the way. Goated flavor. Goated. But um. But yeah, I think I think I would say receiver, and based on where they mm-hmm. are, again, still still I, I, a good I, I, wide receiver draft. Honestly, I would trade Diggs. You could probably fetch Diggs. a second, you probably. A, a first, a second round pick for him. Oh, for sure. You probably. Oh, you, oh I don't yeah. think so. with how do with how, how with how older receivers go in the market nowadays. I don't think you're getting a first round pick. Remember, like remember the D Hop trade, man. That there nothing came out of that. There was maybe like a what, third. Are you talking about the Bill O'Brien trade? The no, Texans, no, the cards? There, there's there's been multiple D Hop trades since then. Oh, I the thought Titans. you were talking about that one. I'm like, cards, the, cards to the Titans was okay. That I'm, that one. I'm it was like two thirds or something okay, along those yeah, lines. Yeah, well, that's because everyone knows Bill O'Brien can't manage talent at. Uh, the we, next we've level. talked about this lengthy yeah. at like at yeah, length yeah. on this show, yeah. okay? But no, I mean, I think but you they're two very spot. different styles mm-hmm. of, of receiver. Absolutely, and that's D Hop fits a very specific mold of like a contested catch specialist. In my opinion, I think it's. I don't want to put D Hop in too much of a box because that guy is a dominant. He's, he's a dom- been a yeah. dominant. I think receiver. he's dominant One in the of contested the best catch in the area. Yeah, I think all the 50 50 balls he's But the get. dude is slow. But he, he's, he's a very skilled and very nuanced oh, receiver yeah. that makes him available the entire game. Like, it's not just the, uh, you know, obviously it's great hands, almost Fine. never drops the second ball. Second round pick, though. I think Stephon Diggs can garner yeah, more may- than D Hop. You could, maybe you can do a second. Um, you could still find probably. I, I assume yeah. You could I'm still sure find you could find solid. some team out there like the Chicago you, Bears who would overpay for him. You are kind of playing. You are kind of playing a dangerous game with um because again you're saying we're, we're saying the need right now for the Bills is weapons, and right. we're talking and about what is going, Stephon Diggs doing about out there? Going to, into this draft, getting rid of their best offensive skill is he, player. Is he really their best offensive skill player? I mean, do, yes. at this point, do we think that? Yes. Well, what about who do you think is better? Than I think James Cook at this point has exceeded uh, him as a skill true. position player. I, well, well, I was going to say from, from a production and from like how he helped the team standpoint. I'm telling you that brother Stephon Diggs was out there doing cardio like the last six weeks. Well, of the season. I was also going to say just, he was just finishing up on his Apple Watch. He was trying to get that little ring. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I was I was gonna say also Kincaid. You know we saw we saw oh, the him tight end. Kincaid, Kincaid is a good player. Well, I, I think that does change the that Kincaid Knox combination. Well, I know like specifically my Steelers can't cover a tight end to save their life, even if it depended on it. But like, right. I mean, you just run the two tight end set out there, and they're just Dude, ripping people run, up running, down the middle. Running twelve personnel with two uh, pretty solid tight ends, especially one who's very successful in the passing game. 
it's been proven to work really well. Right, exactly. And I think James Cook really elevated a, like an element of like passing mm-hmm. out of the backfield as well as running the ball. Right, so Josh Allen didn't right. always have to be out there like putting his shoulder down. Right, right. I, I, I don't know. I, I think Stephon Diggs really had like little to no value in the last half of the season. Yeah, I, I can't remember any huge games that he had, yeah. especially when in the games that Matt actually. Well, I mean, the Bills had that run where they were essentially playing a playoff game for what six straight weeks or something but like he that. He didn't his he didn't really do anything. I'd have to go. I, I, don't, I mean, I'm, I'll, I mean, I'll be Cook honest with you. Like, even against like the Steelers, right? Okay, and like, yeah. keep in mind, they only got really one good cornerback. Uh, the rest of them, they're either old or they're slow or they're a combination of the two, right? right. Where were they? Who, who were they getting scorched by? Josh Allen with his legs. Right. That's Kincaid. Kincaid and it's Knox. Always, it's always okay? Josh Allen. Josh Allen it's, will forever be part of the scorching for that Bills team no right. matter what. But it's Josh Allen, Kincaid, Knox, and a little bit of James Cook. Okay? Yeah. Stephon Diggs caught like two balls for like 20-some yards. Yeah. He didn't do anything. The team identity did change when that playoff run happened because or not really They stopped throwing run. on the ball. Mm-hmm. Honestly, well, over the past few years, the problem with this Bills team has been a consistent run game. And so, and honestly, James Cook does deserve credit. He is a really good player, and he's been a big part of uh, this team being successful in the run game. And um, again, maybe that helped him with that last run because then it wasn't all Josh Allen. It was it didn't have to be him making a play every second. But um, but yeah, that's that's definitely an interesting move. I uh, to be honest, when we've talked about um, Diggs potentially going to the Panthers before as a uh, trade. That's not that's, Diggs, not, that's not even Diggs some, and Thielen on the same my, my, field. My point is, I'm not interested in that. <laughs> I'm getting flashbacks to Minnesota's. Like, exactly. My point is, I'm not interested in that. Like, I've heard that talk. I, I wouldn't and you would be interested think in that, that either. And it, uh, yeah, exactly. On paper, because this is kind of really the. Ship them off to Arizona. I would say to Arizona. <laughs> I, uh, Arizona's got what the. They've got four this year? Yeah. Some, yeah, something like that. Fourth pick. Yeah, they'll, they'll blow it some way. They'll, they'll blow it some way. But um, let's move off the Bills. Yeah, we've been on the Bills for a minute. Um, let's go to the Jets. I'm feeling I'm feeling mean? in a Rex Ryan mood today. A Rex Ryan mood today. Okay. Yeah. Which means I'm probably gonna hop to the Cowboys next. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think that um, they're what a ten. They need a receiver. I believe they're a ten. Yeah. They need a receiver, or they need a pass catcher. And oh, I th- and the tight ends? I tight think end. there you're, is a you're chance that... You're not a fan of Tyler Conklin? Do what? No. You're not a Tyler Conklin believer? Are no. you? <laughs> I, um, what about Jeremy Ruckert? Does he still play for them? I'm honestly not sure. <laughs> Jeremy Ruckert. But um, hey, I guys, think well, that... What's that, what's that grid game? Um, like where you Immaculate think? grid? Immaculate grid. Hey, Jeremy Ruckert, that, that's an elite that pool right there. Pool. <laughs> that's an elite pool. <laughs> that is a great pool. But um, so is Josh Johnson, by the way. That guy's played uh, that everywhere. Is, uh, yeah, but true. I think I think Brock Bowers could be available at ten. Oh, that'd be that'd and be good. I think that would be oh, a really boy. good move for that a- team. A Rod would be happy. Absolutely, and I think that seems to be the only priority in. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're eventually the when we get into like next year. I'm going to start saying you guys need a quarterback. Okay. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're kind of. I saw. Um, this is a different mock draft. I don't mean to reference it, but uh, somebody set, uh, mentioned them taking Jane Daniels at ten, which would be hilarious, hilarious if they did that because Jane Daniels, as a player, is someone who I believe would benefit from sitting for maybe one year under maybe Aaron Rodgers. I think because he has all the tools you would want. He's got a great. He has ball. to develop a little bit. Yeah. He does have to but develop. A little I'm bit. a fan of the development of let him play. That's true. The game has changed in that right, and they've uh, had the you know the players who are on the field in my with opinion, offenses that favor them. The only recent quarterback, or the only quarterback I think of in recent history that benefited from sitting was Jordan, Jordan Love. Love. Yeah, most of who the quarterbacks, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, right, right, right. But I'm just saying, most of the quarterbacks that like they take them and then they sit them for like a little bit, and they're like, you know what, I'm just going to play you anyway. Like, yeah, you just hurt it. You just hurt their development. Like, just play them from the start, man. Yeah, like there was no point in doing this whole. Like, I'm going to sit you for a little bit so you can learn. Just let them play. Because you're not going to get experience throwing against the backups, okay? you got to be in-game, in those scenarios, actually performing. So I agree the best way to learn is 100% being on the field. And it's kind of changed because, again, NFL offenses aren't exactly what they – Used, used to, to used to be, they're now uh, somewhat geared towards the uh, toolsy quarterbacks mm-hmm. that have you know insane athletic ability and throwing talent, um, and that's you see that be successful like with Josh Allen in his first year, um, underwhelming guy, you know didn't really uh, 
it wasn't a very accurate passer and things like that, but they also did what they could to cater the offense towards him. That's what made Patrick Mahomes so successful right. out of the gate is because Andy Reid gave him an offense that he was used to and he could feel and it allowed him to right. use his best skills, and that's mm-hmm. what guys are doing nowadays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anthony Richardson did it successfully this year right. with um, you know limited success uh, injuries, but right. with the Colts, and I think that's how that has changed. So I think there's a very high reality that uh, Jane Daniels can start day one. I would be really interested to see where that would happen. But right. Speaking of teams who need quarterbacks. <laughs> oh, boy. Do you guys know who I'm going to say next? Patriots. Yeah. I personally, I think go for either one of the two left. That's true. Yeah. I would, okay. I, I would Patriots, surefire. Well, you know what? Let's make it quick, okay? Patriots, you guys need a quarterback. It's apparent, yeah. okay? Very I apparent. never want to see... Mac Jones or Bailey Zappi ever grace the field again, whether it's in the same game or anything. The only time that I want to see them is when I'm watching the Birmingham Stallions win the UFL. Okay? I think um, this is going off of no trade-ups in the top three, but the Patriots are sitting at two? Three? Three. 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 I think there's a pretty high chance that they could walk away with Drake May. Because I think yeah. that one of those oh, top two yeah. will be a different position that's not quarterback. Yeah. I think Caleb Williams will go one, undoubtedly, yeah. and then uh, whatever happens at two. And that would be – Drake May is an incredibly talented player. No, I would he's be, talented. He should be I, ecstatic I, to walk away I think, with Drake I think May. he's got to put a little bit together. I thought he took a dip this past year, but, you know. I think he took a dip this past year because of a lot of uh, UNC things. I think um, I think so, too. The skill I mean, guys weren't available. Um, I agree. I mean, it's just my thing is like, oh, like, oh my God, he's like really, really good. He threw that left-handed pass against Pitt. And I'm like, the dude was like awful that whole game. It's just like Pitt is just so bad. Like it didn't Drake matter. Drake May, I mean, when you look at – and you're going to make fun of me, but when you look at the tape with Drake May, the guy reads the field well. Yeah, no, I he's agree. He's 6'4", incredibly athletic I just athletic thought he had a moves. couple really bad games this past year. He might have, but again, that's I do believe that uh, UNC didn't set him up uh, oh, nearly no, they, as well no, as they did nearly not. as well as no. last year. Mm. And because um, you know, there's a funny dialogue with quarterbacks coming out of UNC. The past two being <laughs> Sam Howell and Mitch Trubisky. But um, I'm a big I'm a big Drake May believer. I think his those stock, future UFL starters, by the way. <laughs> that's true. I'm excited to see what, what the UFL becomes, but that's yeah, entirely. No, hopefully be, Mitchell Trubisky does well for himself. He could be that's the first true. person to win an MVP, um, the UFL <laughs> MVP. All right. Okay. Um, Ellie, you did say that the other team should be looking for quarterback, and I kind of want you to, to elaborate this off because this one, this one could be considered a hot take. Th- this is – I don't even think this is really? a hot take. I know people down over here – in this neck of the woods are going to tell me it's a hot take. I, everyone right. loves Tua. You know what, Tua? You're a great dude, okay? This is nothing against the guy as a person or anything. Right. I do not think that he is that good of a quarterback. I'm going to be honest. Everyone always tells me about these pedestrian quarterbacks in the league. They're like, oh, this dude doesn't move the needle for me. This guy doesn't move the needle for me. He's not very good. He's very average and everything. Yeah. In my eyes, Tua is a below-average to average quarterback. I think average yeah. is being generous. This dude is known for accuracy. You, I, said, you said average is being – I would 100% call him average. Yeah, would, average yeah, is generous? Average. I think average is generous. I think this hmm. – everyone says that he's, like, super accurate because, oh, well, he, he is. He is oh, oh, this and that. I watch <laughs> this dude make the most boneheaded decisions. I watch him throw some he, – he, for the most accurate guy, I have watched him some, throw some of the least accurate passes I have ever seen in my life, okay? And for the life of me, for a team that has Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill and Devon H. Hand and Raheem Mostert – He incredible numbers over the course of the oh, season. Oh, he did. But I'm look I'm looking I'm looking at I'm I'm looking I'm looking here and who do they have on defense? They got they have Jalen Phillips, they have Christian Wilkins, they got Jalen Ramsey, who actually played pretty well. I thought he was gonna be cooked. Yeah, so the defense was uh was not great this defense year. Defense wasn't in Miami. great, but you know what? They were okay. It was yeah. passable. You can win with that defense. It wasn't yeah. like I'm thinking of like some defenses were just so atrocious, right, right. that like there was no hope like for you. Like like let's I let's take um like the Broncos defense, right? Right. Or the Chargers defense also wasn't very good either, right? Those teams just didn't have a shot because they just gave up too many points. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, in my opinion, if the Dolphins had an elite quarterback or, in my opinion, an above-average quarterback, I think that they're a lot better. I, he puts up great numbers. I'm going to be honest. He's a bit of a yak merchant, okay? Okay. 
I get he does, it. The, he does the, his role in the offense. He does his role in the offense. I get it. The, the, every every box score merchant's gonna tell me, okay, they're like, oh, you're being a box score merchant, or they're gonna say, oh, but he had the deepest yards per pass or whatever. Okay. <laughs> Because you got two guys who are the fastest dudes in the league. All he has to do is throw it not to the defender, okay? If you have two I mean, if you have two guys that are that fast and that can blow a defense like away like that, yeah. okay? There is zero reason why you should not be breaking records. These guys are too talented, they are too fast. It's not like I'm working with I'm trying not like we're working with the Panthers wide receivers, okay? Who look like they're <laughs> running through molasses in the middle of winter. Amen. Okay. But how 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 do you not like put up point? How do you not win in some of these games? They went. I mean, they went eleven and seven. Well, look at the. I mean, they didn't beat anyone. They did not beat great teams. No, I mean, they, they, they did not beat great they, teams. I mean, they be, just beat up on bad ones. The minute right. they played a good team, he turned into like Nathan Peterman. I yeah. mean, I, I don't. I mean, and then, well, the old Dolphins were like, "Oh, we beat the Cowboys." Okay, so what? I think the I teams, don't think the Cowboys are. Yeah, yeah exactly, good either, exactly. Okay? I yeah, think that so teams. What? Uh, what my argument for this and why a lot went wrong for the Dolphins and Tua going into this season is, um, I'll do this real quick before we go to break. But uh, that teams figured out how to beat the Dolphins. For like the good teams really did, and they figured out by playing physical and jamming up these receivers and uh, disrupting timing, which is what this Miami offense was all about this season. It was precision and setting it up before the snap and then, you know, taking his right drop and putting the ball where it needed to be at the right moment. When you jam up that timing, it just completely screwed everything up. And I think that um, that's why the Chiefs held them to seven points. Um, and that's why they couldn't beat the good teams. And, and again, part, part of that was bad play from Tua, but the offense wasn't succeeding on top of that. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, the in offense as a whole, but like as everyone says, the offense runs through the quarterback, right? He's the guy that touches the mm-hmm. ball every single play. That's true. I just, I don't see it. Okay, I don't think there's any somebody, chance they some, draft a quarterback in the next. Somebody help year. me see. Okay, like this dude. I don't know. I I don't know. Like we, uh, I guess we, we kind of disagree on that one. I guess to different, to different. Really, just we kind of agree, but to different extents, I guess. Right. You're much I, I think lower he's a little, than I, I think he's, I think he's a little worse than you do. I don't think that Miami yeah, exactly. is thinking about taking a quarterback. No, no they're not. But they should be. No, but, they're not. But um, but, but they yeah. should be. With that, um, we've got to go to break not for quite. a few minutes, but we will return uh, for yet another AFC division. I guess we'll figure that out during the break. Hey everybody, welcome back. We are finishing up the show with the AFC South. So far we've been the AFC North and the AFC East. Now we're going to the AFC South, and I think we should start with best team in the AFC South being the uh, Houston Not Texans. the Jacksonville Jaguars. Being, yes. Surprisingly, based off of what we thought before this season, it is, uh, it is now the Houston Texans. What do you think they're looking for? O-line. Yeah. Protect CJ Stroud. Conversation over. Yeah. over. That's it. Conversation over. That's it. Real quick on that one. Um, I mean, well, I mean, what, what else do they need? Their defense was great. Um, their offensive tools are really good. Right. Maybe they could take a receiver to make him even better. I mean, but that that's a pretty good receiving core, man. That's yeah. still a good I receiving know, core. I know we didn't yeah. think it was going in, but it was really just because they were young. Yeah. But that is a it is it is I think objectively a they really good receiving core. They just need to protect CJ Stroud. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> let's okay. let's hop over to the overrated team in the AFC South, known as the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yep. What do you think they do? Receiver. I would agree. Calvin Ridley was a little bit disappointing, man. Ridley was disappointing. He's also probably gone. So is he, is he up for gone. free agency right now? Yes, he will be. I think so, yeah. He will be. I think um, they should look receiver. I also think they should um, look for uh, one more, another offensive line. A line, <laughs> too. Yeah. 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 Um, I think He's their defense, you could probably use someone on defense, too, maybe in the secondary. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, I thought their secondary got scorched a little bit at times. but A little bit. Um, yeah. Honestly, we might if they went interior O line too. I think they can yeah. use a lot of help in the run game. They could, they could. Uh, especially going down the middle. Yeah. But the, the, this mock draft, this mock draft I'm looking at right now has them taking J C Latham. Nice. Oh, okay. So roll tide. Um, all right. <clears throat> wow, Excuse we're me. going really fast. We are going really Titans. fast. That's two Titans. Oh, Lord. They, they could use. Oh, they could you, use know, a lot. you know what they need? They need Mike Vrabel. 
They need Mike Vrabel. What, you... what happened? To, what happened there, guys? Oh, God, that's a shame. Future man. Steelers assistant, by the way. Future Steelers assistant. That would be. That would be. I would be really happy for you if that was a thing. But um, a little bit of a reunion. But yeah, Titans. I think you got to. You also got to say O line. O line. Receiver, receiver, uh, yeah. defensive back, defensive uh, back, uh, edge linebacker, rusher, edge rusher. They, they need a lot. Yeah, defensive lineman, <laughs> quarterback. <laughs> I wonder. Look, I'm, look, man. They're not going to take quarterback. I think they like Will Levis for now. Yeah, they're not taking oh. quarterback. I like Will Levis like I like mayo in my coffee, and I don't. <laughs> <laughs> they got. They also got a Brian Callahan as their next head coach, the former Bengals, former Bengals offensive coordinator. Doesn't move me. I think he's a pretty good offensive coordinator. I think he's a good think offensive coordinator. It just doesn't move me. I, mean, I think I, I'm, I'm saying, if anything, it'll help Will Levis. Will Levis. Sure, I just don't think Will Levis is very good. Nah, I, I, I know. I, I don't, it's been my take for a long time, especially when we were on that same yeah. wavelength during the when draft. When Mel Kuyper put him as his best quarterback prospect, that really hurt my feelings. I was never impressed with him. Yeah. The final team. The final team. What do you think? What do you think the Colts need, man? What do you think they need? Defense. Probably defense, yeah. Defense. Uh, it's a, probably a defensive back. Yeah. Oh, maybe a linebacker. Actually, interior line, inside I, linebacker. I, I would be, I would be okay with off-ball linebacker for yeah. sure. Inside for linebacker, sure. definitely for sure. Yeah. Uh, but it, defense. We're going with defense. Some, yeah. Somewhere defense. Yeah. Got it. As you can start with the middle linebacker, I guess. But um, yeah. but yeah. All right. I guess. I mean, since we rolled wow. through the south, we can just How go about and that? hit crazy. the west on our way out. How about that? Um, yeah, head west. Let's start with the let's start with the Raiders. I think it's kind of an interesting team to talk about. Again, if a quarterback, a quarterback. <laughs> I think. I think it's. I mean, it's got to be priority one. I think it has to be. Um, yeah. They could probably also use a receiver. Um, yeah. To help Devontae. Yeah. Shout out to Kobe Myers for that a, crazy stretch he had this secondary. year. Secondary. <laughs> a secondary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think he used a secondary. I think it's probably. I mean, you can say that for a lot of teams, but. Right. line. Yeah. Oh, line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, again, another team with a lot of needs. Yeah, man. no, I mean, he Pierce made him play really well there at the end of the season. They were competitive. Yeah, at the end of the day, though, they're not that good of a team. They're yeah. just not. Mm-hmm. I agree. They did put up one of the worst beatings I've ever seen on a football field <laughs> yeah. against the uh, Chargers, who we will get to in here. Here, in a and second. we're also we're also going to get to the Broncos, who <clears throat> suffered one of the worst beatings. That's true. That's yeah. true. It's true. Um, I, we should, I think we should go to the Chargers next. I think it's, uh, I think it's, I think it's fitting. With uh, the Harbaugh hire, Herbert being there, receiving oh, situation still H. a little weird. Oh, wait. No, it's the quadruple H. Harbaugh hire, Herbert here. Look at that. Whoa. That's How crazy. about that? That was pretty cool. Um, nice. I think they go receiver here. Yeah, they got to get a receiver. How old is their receiving core? I mean, they got to be averaging, what, like 34? <laughs> they need somebody who can stretch the defense, man. Or, or uh, excuse me. Uh, oh, Justin it also Herbert. is not on the injury report. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Justin Herbert is yeah. too good at pushing the ball down the field for you to not have an elite yeah. uh uh, deep threat on and team. and and they have fantasy merchant Austin Eckler on their team. So I mean, they like do. I mean, their their run game is fine in limited capacity. Yeah, that's they true. probably could use an interior O lineman because their inside running capabilities are oh, so bad, so bad. <laughs> Shout out Isaiah Likely, but um, oh, he's oh, that's not him. It's, it's, it's Isaiah. Wait, the, which part of the Isaiah name did Spiller? I Isaiah Spiller. That's Spiller. what it is. I could not. Yeah. Jeez. Unfortunate miss right there. Um, Darn, that's just that. That's that Ravens tight end <laughs> who they, who they were end. calling best tight end still in the playoffs, and he was on the graphic for some reason. I'm not. They just listed <laughs> a tight end from every team. I really he did. He did play pretty well towards. Uh, he towards played the well, end. but they put two Ravens tight ends on, on, the, <laughs> on the graphic. Jeez. All right. Um, that being said, uh, Raiders, Chargers, taken care of. We got Broncos and Chiefs left. Let's go to Broncos first. Oh. They need a quarterback. <laughs> they do need a quarterback. <laughs> um, they oh, could also probably use a lineman. Yeah. Could probably also use someone in the secondary with yeah, Sertan. Some defensive yeah. help. They That'd need a nice. lot of defense. Uh, this is another, another bad another team. One of the, yeah, yeah, another one of those Another teams. bad team. I mean, they they kind of turned it up towards the end. Willed themselves because yeah. I think Sean Payton Not is really. a good coach. True. And that will continue to be true, to be fair. Right. Co- part of coaching is players improving. Right, right, but, right, right, right. But, yeah. A lot of needs there. Yeah. Pretty much the safe ones. The best player available with, you know, with edge, with mm-hmm. offensive line, all that stuff. Um, and that leaves us with the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm-hmm. I have to imagine that they go uh, wide receiver. Yeah. Here. Yeah. I would, I would sure hope well, they do. Well, I mean. Yeah, I would sure hope they do. 
I mean, I could definitely see a Texas guy going to Kansas City, one hundred percent. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I the whole world's gonna be mad because you're gonna get another elite receiver, okay? And yeah. Who knows? I mean, I don't know. There's just something about seeing Mitchell Trubisky and Kadarius Toney on the Birmingham Stallions that tickles my neurons, okay? There's just something about that that, like, it just screams to me. I don't know. Yeah. Fair enough. So. I don't know. Yeah, it's a receiver. <laughs> it's a receiver. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Got to be. Yeah. Well, I mean. If anything, that was like their Achilles heel. And they still end. managed to make it into the playoffs. Because yeah. Zay Flowers yeah, doesn't know how to hold on to a football. They also, I, I, don't, I mean, I think the Chiefs looked better than the Ravens that entire game. Oh, they did. Oh, but if sure. Zay yeah, Flowers sure. knows how to hold on to a football. Could have changed the game. Oh. I, th- I think the game flips, actually. Yeah, oh, for, oh, absolutely. I don't know. I mean, in my opinion, I think the Chiefs, again, they were in control the entire time. Maybe they could have turned the momentum around. Yeah. Hypothetically. But good Lord, did that Chiefs team come to play, man. For sure. Um, but yeah. Oh well. Speaking of the Chiefs. Speaking of the yeah. Chiefs. Yeah. Uh, pretty big game coming up this yeah. Sunday. <laughs> this guy. Um, uh, again, Chiefs Niners. How are we? What are we thinking? Well, we got a few minutes left before we go get out of here. I'm gonna let Graham go first. All right. Okay. So going back to the summer, my preseason pick was the 49ers. I said if they right. could stay healthy, they will absolutely win the Super Bowl. Because they're in it, I will stick with that pick. However, I. I just got. You got to be terrified. I just got a feeling, whether it's like a ref ball or something. Ref, you know, something crazy (laughs) happens. That come on, what are we doing, bro? This, this, we are a serious. No, I I know, I know, I know. Yeah, no, I'm talking about it. No, I know. I feel like I'm on undisputed now. Hold on, okay. You, you're one to talk, Elliot. Come on, dude. I just got a feeling. Oh, you got a feeling? What are you, the black eyed peas? Oh my! Let him, let him, let him go, Elliot. I just got a feeling something something's gonna go the Chiefs way, some big play or something. Just at the end, then they're just gonna Good. they're gonna yeah. win. I uh, I also I like the Chiefs, man. I do. I think they've looked so good ever since they've set foot in the playoffs. That the combination of Andy Reid, Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes, that defense, man. That's going to be a really hard team to beat. Yeah. But. I'm taking the Chiefs by a million this one. Um, really? Quite <laughs> wow. frankly, I cannot. He, okay. Look, I you're, cannot. You're just a Brock Purdy hater. You're a Niners hater. First off, number one, the Niners cannot get the same number of Steel, uh, Super Bowls that the Steelers have, as well as the <laughs> Patriots, okay? Um, that's part one, okay? Second <laughs> off, I just think that Brock Bale Bonds Purdy, his luck is going to come to an Brock end. Brock Bale Bonds Purdy. Okay? And the, you're probably wondering, why do I call him Bale Bonds, okay? And the reason why is that I have never seen a dude throw so many prayers up that get answered, okay? And I'm going to go back. This is going to hurt <laughs> Graham a little bit, okay? <laughs> I know but, I, but, like, I have never seen a guy overshoot his receiver. It bounces <clears throat> off the defender's helmet, and then the yeah. guy comes down with it inside of the five. First off, that should have been a pick. First off, he should have thrown other picks before that, okay? Right. Cam Sutton has hands of stone, okay? <laughs> Brock there, Purdy did lead a pretty oh, good yeah. second half comeback. He led, a pretty, he led a pretty good second half comeback, and I'll give him that. The thing that I have an issue with him, everyone calls him elite. This dude is a game manager, okay? I, I really disagree with the, what Cam Newton says like half the time on his – but he's absolutely right about Brock Purdy. This dude is a bona fide game manager. The minute he does not have all of his weapons with him, he stinks. And that showed up actually this season whenever he – didn't have all his weapons. He did not look yeah. very good. Right. He throws up prayers. He gets lucky because his skill position guys are so talented with CMC and Kittle and Ayuk Debo. and Debo. Okay. Right. Oh, and even Yuschek too yeah. from the fullback yeah. end. Okay. The yeah. defense is also super talented with Bosa, with Young. Green, Green okay. Law. Yeah. Greenlaw. They also have some pretty good corners as well. Okay. I think that his luck is going to run out. I think he's going to look confused. Okay. And I'm taking the Chiefs. Because I think that the Chiefs, they're the more seasoned team. Yeah. More experienced. They're more experienced. And flat out, I just think Patrick Mahomes is a lot better than Brock Purdy. That's a fair take. Oh, really? I'm not as big of a a Brock Purdy hater as you are. I'm not being a hater. I'm trying to be realistic. I just don't think the dude is as talented as everyone makes him out to be. Yeah. I think you have to look at the guy in a vacuum. We're looking at him with the fact that he has all of these weapons. Okay? Everyone's like, oh, how did we have all of us pass on this guy? And he lasted until the Mr. Irrelevant pick. Right. That's because in college at Iowa State— he wasn't super great. He was. I saw Matt Rule saying that um, 
uh, while he was with the Panthers saying, oh, guys, we should put him on the draft board. And he said that he got vetoed, which that guy has been lying and throwing people under the bus for the past three years. That's a different conversation. I don't know how much we want to believe him. Yeah, exactly. But, um, right. but yeah, man. But, like, I mean, the thing is, he lasted that long for a reason. There's, there's a lot of times, there's reasons why these guys, yes, there are some gems that you see in those later rounds, right? But for the vast majority of them, there is a reason why they got drafted where they were. And there's a reason why he was nearly an undrafted free agent, okay? Right. He didn't do anything super special, in my opinion. They have any other quarterback from that uh, 2022 class? Yeah. I think the Niners are a lock to win the Super Bowl. Any other one from the 2022 class? This Chiefs defense has a really good tendency of uh, making making quarterbacks' lives difficult, specifically. Mm -hmm. And um, that could hurt an inexperienced player like Brock Purdy. But that, regardless, this is a huge opportunity for Brock Purdy. Oh, in absolutely. my opinion. Oh, absolutely. This is a huge opportunity. Oh, this is going to make him. or break if he gets another contract. Like, uh, like yeah, how much yeah. it's going to be. If he gets it done right here, then uh, I think Even if he loses a close a lot game, you think it's, gonna, like, think it's a break? Even if, even if like, they lose in a shootout. This is I not think, a shootout. I think there's well, pretty good no, odds. I'm just saying, this like, is not going to be a shootout. I think there's pretty good odds that they pay him uh, even if he loses in yeah. the Super Bowl. Yeah. But, um, but yeah. Well, score predictions real quick before we before we get out of here. Before we get out of here, uh, I'm trying to formulate mine. I'm Me gonna too. say, I'm gonna say, 31 to 24. It's mine, Chiefs. Uh, I'll say 30 to 28, Chiefs. I'm gonna go 38 to 20. Chiefs, man, thirty-eight by eighteen. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't, I don't think you. this game is going to be close. I'm really, this would, this would age really well. This would be a pretty impressive take if that's, uh, if that's how this. I goes mean, down. here's the thing: I'll, if we, if if I'm if I'm dead wrong, I'll come back here and I'll say I was wrong. Okay, that's right. yeah, oh. very fair. All right, with that, you've got our Super Bowl takes. You've got who we think every team in the AFC is going to take in the draft, and I'll be back next week with. Uh, I guess we'll figure out if Elliot's big take was right or not. And we'll see and who, we'll, what the NFC has in we'll store. We'll see what the NFC has in store. Yes, With sir. that being said, thank you so much for listening. Everyone have a great week.